One, go. Keep that in there, okay, Julia? Okay. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of You're Doing Fine, Miha, where we give you a dumbed-down version of things that we don't know what we're talking about and just rant for a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we usually plan these episodes out, but for this this episode, I don't know where it went, but it went somewhere, and it's a right. good time. Right, I Julia? Mean, it, it happens like that. We ver- word vomit a lot, and it yeah. just, that's what ends up being the episode, so... It, it do be like that sometimes, but you know what? You're doing fine. You're Mika. doing fine. <laughs> okay. We got lost in, like, the midst of, like, everything that's happening in the world that I forgot to tell you this story. Um, so this story is, like, going to go back to uh, January 6th, Dia de los Reyes, right? Mm-hmm. You guys don't know Dia de los Reyes Magos. It's like Three Kings Day. The kids are supposed to get presents. It's like the Mexican, real Mexican Christmas type of thing. Like real, like Christmas or whatever. Epiphany. And, huh? It's epiphany in English. I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So back to January 6th, um, the Three Kings Day. It was actually one of my, my grandparents' birthdays. So, like, my grandpa on my dad's side, his name's Don Rey. You know, he passed away, so we did we did the whole altar for him, like, when it was uh, November, mm-hmm. the, yeah, anyways, but that's besides the point, irrelevant right now, but his birthday was on January 6th, mm-hmm. and I had to go, I remember I had to go get the Rosca de Reyes from the store, and I told my dad, I'm like, should I get flowers while I'm out here, and he said, um, he said, no, don't get anything, like, it's just a little too late to get the flowers, I'm like, are you sure, like, I'm already gonna go to the store, you know, and he's like, no, it'll be fine. Just get the rosca. And then I decided, like, last minute, I'm going to get him flowers. And so I did. And so, like, whenever I buy flowers or, like, whenever my parents get flowers or something, I always have to put them in the vase. But the water never goes away. I don't know if it's just a me thing, but the flowers never drink the water. Really? Like, you know how, like, yeah, like, you know how, like, you fill it up, like, every every single time, Julia, like, without fail, the flowers do not drink any of the water. That's odd. And they last they last for like a long time maybe they take like sips of it but there's like the water is always the same mm-hmm. okay and i know because i always have to set it up and then it like gets you, like really brown and stinky do you ever huh? cut the stems yeah i do okay do you cut them I slanted cut at an angle yeah yeah i cut mm-hmm. them at an angle i put in the little packet that they give you and then sometimes i even put sugar in it because you know but anyways, so they never drink the water. And I was like, this is so weird. And like, I, my parents know this because they've seen it before too. And then this day I was like, okay, flower is getting them ready. I cut the stems. I put them in the vase, put water in them, set it up, leave it with next to the picture and call it a day, right? I tell them happy birthday. Here you go. All right. And like, you know, the whole day goes like normal. Not I normal. forget about these I forget about these flowers because I'm 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 genuinely like okay the flowers aren't gonna need more water like they're they're never they never asked for more water like mm-hmm. I'm never gonna have to fill them up again, and then the week goes by and the vase Julia is empty. Empty like there's no drop of water in it at all mm-hmm. and I'm staring at it and I'm just like, and I look at my dad I'm like dude, there's no water in there he's like. There isn't. I'm like, no. I'm like, this never happens though. Like, they never drink the water. Like, I know for a fact. I had to fill up that vase, Julia. It's still downstairs. The flowers are still alive, which is like four what? weeks later. They're That's still crazy. alive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're still alive. Um, I've had to fill up the vase about five times. Maybe you got with water. really good flowers. <laughs> Just... I don't know. I really don't know. And then I told my dad, I'm like, it might be because, like, we put flowers for him and he never like gets any gifts because I obviously like it was Aww. celebrating his birthday. Uh-huh. And so my mom is very much like, oh, sometimes when you put things out for people and like either like if you put a candle and the candle burns really fast, it means that no one else has been putting candles for them and things like that. So I, I think that it might have been that no one else put flowers out mm. and we were the only ones that did it. So I'm kind of just like, oh, okay. Okay. That's so cool. That was interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I was just like, what? I was like, wow, I I never had this experience before. Mm-hmm. And then the other day, I was on TikTok, okay? And every single time I'm on TikTok, if I'm scrolling for a really long time, it gets to a point where I see something that makes me emotional, and I have to just close that <laughs> completely. 
And um, like two nights ago, I had to do that. And I was like, why am I crying right now? It was like a TikTok of like those tarot readers. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The one that come up on your For You page. And they were like, if you're seeing this on your For You page, it means that like someone that's like a family member that passed away, a grandparent or something is telling you that they're watching over you and stuff. And as I was reading it, I was just like sobbing. And I'm like, you know what? That's it. TikTok. Like, I'm done. And yeah, that was really, really interesting moments that I didn't get to tell you because we were so immersed in like the world that we didn't get to like catch up. Yeah. Sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how the universe just, like, gives you signs and stuff. And, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, like, super um, in your face. Like, like, dang, like, that was a sign. Like, I need to pay attention. Definitely, there's a lot more subtle ones that we miss and go way over our head. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's a one big thing I want to be more conscious of in like 2021 is just like the signs the universe is giving me like whenever I you know just go with my gut this year you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was intense I was like yeah. whoa I haven't told anyone about like the feeling that I got from watching the TikTok because I feel like they'd be like confused because like when it hit me I was just like why is it hitting me so hard like I've known this yeah but why is it like why is it hurting me now you know so I don't know I don't know maybe I don't know what it was it was just one of those things energy was just very sensitive that day yeah it was intense it was Mm -hmm. was just a lot I think it's also because of like the flowers you were already thinking about it it was just a Mm-hmm. It was reassuring you, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, what you're feeling is correct, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. It was intense. Oh, my gosh. in your gut, everyone. Yeah. It, that just reminds me. I was recently watching this Netflix show called Surviving Death. And <laughs> your face. It's a little dark, Julia, but okay. I know, but it's actually really good. It's talking about people that have... um experience near-death experiences and what they like obviously experienced what they saw mm-hmm. what they mm-hmm. felt and stuff and it was really it's so good that was so that's the first episode the second episode is uh diving more into like mediumship and people that are mediums excuse me i'm sorry and um there was this guy that like um he had he needed to like connect with his father because his father passed away sudden and he felt like like what did what went wrong he just wanted answers and stuff and then he saw a medium and they had a seance and it was insane and it 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 doesn't show the seance but it shows the audio with b-roll and Mm -hmm. you can hear it and it was just insane like some insane stuff that like you hear and then there's other clips of other mediums that um, she's a healer and she allows this spirit of this doctor from a long time ago to come into her body and like mm-hmm. uh, heal people with through energy and mm-hmm. it was insane like you just have to watch it because you just see her like demeanor just change completely like to a different person and it's yeah. it's it was something wow like I was just wow that's all I can say like oh my god it's a good show to watch if you're into that stuff <laughs> I, I'm, I really want to watch stuff like that like I heard about the one on Amazon about like the kids that say that they lived a different life mm, yes I guess there's like a series on Amazon yeah and so like I did a dive through on the TikTok hole because like I got onto TikTok where it says like tell me your one in a million story and then tell me the time that you shifted into a parallel universe or that you think mm. you did one of the ones that i saw like a few days ago was about this guy that was saying that he was driving down this winding road mm-hmm. and for some reason he decided to go really fast because it was like late at night and he thought nothing of it and so he was speeding down this winding road ends up like spinning out of control and like gets into a car crash or whatever but like it's not really a car crash because he just spun out of control and then like someone pulled over and said like apparently this was like this cop dude that was just happened to be behind him and was directing the traffic and told him like just go like you know your car is fine if you 
like stay here the cops are gonna come and they're gonna like blame you for something because you were speeding mm. and so he drives off thinks nothing of it the next day he sees on the news that like there was three car crashes on the same road yeah and then he's like and like i try to reconnect with my family and like ever since that happened to me i haven't felt like i was a part of my family mm-hmm. and it's just strange because like i was literally on that road the same night doing the same thing and like i thought i got into an accident but i didn't get into an accident mm-hmm. And it was just like, dude, like, there's these experiences that happen to these people. And, like, the TikTok hole is, like, taking me so far that I'm just wondering, like, yeah. has it happened to me? No. You know? Okay, so when they were talk, the people were talking about the near-death experiences, there was something about it. I was like, wait a second. Has this, like, I don't think it's happened to me. Maybe, okay, because they were also talking about how, um... It, how easy not it's not easy but like it's possible to like reconnect with past lives if something traumatic happens enough mm-hmm. to like get you to that point and i was like wow like the way they were explaining it i was like i can resonate with some of this like the way they feel afterwards is like mm-hmm. okay like i i have some of these feelings you know like i Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm very sensitive to like other people's like um sorry i'm just blanking right now like just being very sensitive to energy and stuff and so Uh i was just like oh my gosh this resonates so much with me what like i wonder if something like this happened to me in a past life Mm -hmm. you know and i'm Mm -hmm. still feeling this i don't know Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh there was this um there was this lady that she predicted that she was going to die during childbirth. She was having premonitions right before she was going into labor. And she was like, oh, I'm going to die. And, like, the doctors didn't believe her. Her husband didn't believe her. And then it happened. And she came back. And, like, it, it was just so insane. And you just have to watch it. Like, I, I just watch it. And, I like, should I watch it and it. we should come back to yes, this and, and like, talk, talk about, about it. it. Because, like, I really want to watch it now. Like, I'm really thinking about it. I, yeah. And I'm just like, I, I want, you know what? I, I wish that people did more research on things like this. Like, I feel like right now people are just starting to accept that, okay, this is reality. Like, this is probably mm-hmm. true. Like, don't what? dismiss don't dismiss the things that you like your kids are telling you like stories no, about their for past sure. and stuff. all my sp- like, especially you know? kids especially yeah kids. yeah yeah and like thinking if there's more research on this dude i would have loved to have been recorded on the stories that i told as a kid because i'm a hundred percent sure i <laughs> said some stuff that was trippy there's a dude. whole society yeah it's like the society for cyclical research i think it's something like, that. like spr there's a whole society for it and like there's an american one too but it, it originated in like england or something like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah there, oh, there I is really know. and there's I and really there's a whole know. training camp basically for mediumship too in the netherlands mm-hmm. and i was like what mm-hmm. <laughs> this stuff is crazy so yeah oh my god it's so wild and it, it's for those people that think that it's not real there has to be some truth behind everything that you see and hear mm-hmm. like you can't just dismiss things as just being as is like the mm-hmm. whole alien stuff dude sure, i went down a hole i went down a hole i got through a lot of holes on tiktok where i just scroll mindlessly but there's one um where they were talking about how everywhere outside of the u.s for the past four months have been talking about aliens mm. and alien spottings. And I don't know if you saw, but um, the government was actually supposed to release paperwork confirming aliens during the inauguration cycle type of thing. But the world has just been in absolute chaos for chaos. the United <laughs> States that we have yeah. like, literally not had time to just settle down and like read <laughs> a 400-page article or something. I don't right. know. But apparently there's one that released in Canada talking about aliens. There's people talking about brief snippets of it, but... The thing that, like, really surprised me was that the videos of people showing the news in places outside of the U.S. shows aliens. And I was like, this is so interesting to see that we have not touched base on any of that. Right. right, We've been in shit that if we were like, hey, actually, aliens are here, like, we'd just explode. We'd, We'd implode, like, 
yeah <laughs> honestly we've gotten like the the biggest dose of 2021 with the past four weeks past mm. four wednesdays um if you thought wednesday was a great day in the middle of the week it's chaos right like, you know just chaos after chaos after chaos different levels of course but um i don't know everybody's like looking forward to the february wednesdays and i'm just like dude february's gonna be like wednesday thursdays <laughs> it's gonna just add keep adding the day just keep it's getting just worse, keep going. worse man there's so much in the world that i'm just like huh like i like this whole have you been following that gamestop thing yes okay i i don't fully understand it like mm-hmm. i'm like very confused when it comes to all this stuff but do you have a better understanding about it it's like um so basically okay i literally saw a tiktok right before recording this it said that you don't have to care about the gamestop stuff okay. you don't have to you don't have to know how it works and you don't have to understand like what what exactly happened okay okay let's i'll just preface that with like if you don't know what's going on it's okay the whole world doesn't go know what's going on and you don't have to know what's going on because i was (laughs) like is this important to me (laughs) no 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 it's not even important information it's gonna blow off until a couple weeks but i think the important part to notice about all of that is that uh it's it's a huge shift of power Mm. where you saw the rich trying to get richer and the poor manipulating the system so they can become richer. Mm. And so the issue with all of this is that, okay, just a, a dumbed down version of what happened. Rich people said GameStop is going to lose money. They're going to be worth this much. Okay. Borrowed a ton of stocks from other people, sold them for whatever money they sold them for. Mm-hmm. And then these like, I guess, quote-unquote, poor people, comparatively to the rich, they're a little bit poorer, okay? Just comparatively. I'm just using analogies here. Um, They bought a ton of stocks and said, no, it's going to go up. And so basically when you buy stocks in something, the value goes up. up. So then the difference created losses for these rich people. Rich people. That's, yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. So so then, yeah, so then the poor people that own the stocks now technically have a lot more money and so... Um, the, the people that borrowed the stocks obviously have to repay them because you just borrowed them. You didn't buy them. Yeah. And so that's what caused the whole chaos going on. And, and it, it led from like GameStop to a ton of other, other companies stuff. that just like blew up <laughs> overnight. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> that's my response to, <laughs> to the rich. And so um, the, the thing about that was like, okay, first of all, one, you shouldn't have gotten mad that like, I guess that people were trying to manipulate the numbers because honestly two things that are fake in life okay everybody money is not real and time mm-hmm. is not real yes yes <laughs> okay money money and time are non-existent they literally do not exist okay so the fact that they were manipulating things this way um wasn't it shouldn't have really been an issue it mm-hmm. just became an issue because these rich people in power wanted to make the rules and have been making the rules for so long yeah that they wanted to still be in control of things and because they lost control they decided to say this is unfair this isn't right blah 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 blah, blah. but then it, it sparks the argument that like okay you want poor people to stay poor mm-hmm. <laughs> you benefit from having poor people stay poor Mm -hmm. and so then the other debate that happened last night i don't know if you saw aoc's live stream on twitch Mm -mm. um but she was talking about the robin hood thing which is a whole other scandal (laughs) basically what robin hood did it was it's a buying and selling stock market thing it's an app that helps you do it uh they took the initiative to sell your socks for you without your consent what and the whole purpose of that was that they wanted to just go back to normal quote-unquote normal where it was before all of these people had bought all these uh, stocks and stuff so that was a controversy was that they were doing it without like really getting consent from them and they were kind of just like in favor of these like rich people people. yeah so yeah but do you have to know about that no (laughs) all you gotta know is that the the rich always will always want to get richer at the expense of the poor yeah and the poor won't will literally like try to climb their way up the social ladder but if they make it they'll be pushed down and even worse than that like the poor can at least become middle class but the middle class will never become the first, the top class like you know mm-hmm. and that that's just that's just kind of kind of upsetting because it's like people in the middle class the middle class is kind of non-existent right now because like 
they literally have no room to move up. Yeah. Because once they start moving up, things happen and they have to either stay or move back down. That's why people sit comfortably at middle class, but they never get anywhere this, like past that. And it's like just this whole like, if you were to see the, the restrictions on everything that's placed to be a rich person, you would understand why they don't want to be taxed, but also like, please like stimulate the economy and like create competition because I'm tired of being in the middle class situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? So, so it's like, you are not going to, you, these people like literally inherited their money from their rich daddies. Like, right. <laughs> like, let me, I'm, I'm working hard. I want to be up there. You didn't work hard. So why do you deserve to be there? You know? Mm-hmm. So go off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it really frustrates me because like, okay, like I've gone through like the whole analysis of like how to create a business because I've had to do it for a separate project but um there are restrictions on people to make businesses mm-hmm. so like just i don't want to go through like a whole business lesson but there's only like if you're trying to make a business um it benefits you more to do a corporation if you are undocumented and if um you're i guess if if you don't really know what route to go but the problem with making a corporation is that you get double taxed on both your business and on yourself Mm -hmm. and so then that creates a problem where people that are small businesses can't really don't really have a lot of options to work with if they are undocumented individuals Mm -hmm. and it's just like really messed up because like these people that are coming here trying to make businesses trying to make jobs for people don't really have an incentive to make the company because you're not giving them a good option or pathway to making it yeah um and it's just it's just like there's so much stuff in business that is like just biased and in favor of one over the other that it's just annoying to see Mm. um because a lot of people do have really good ideas a lot of people are coming from other countries with really great ideas um willing to give people jobs but like that one factor just like messes everything up so yeah yeah um I'm hoping that things change, but honestly, like, the way government works with businesses and the way businesses work for the government, it's just... It's, it's, yeah, it's it's a it's a big thing. No, I get yeah. it. Like, um, I mean, my whole life, like, we've I've grown up... Well, my parents have a small business themselves, mm-hmm. and so, like, I've seen that, and then George and I are also trying to start our small business. I, you know, I don't... I don't get the whole like legal things like I don't get it like it just mm-hmm. it just doesn't get through my head <laughs> but George gets it my mom gets it I guess um and I know it's a hassle especially when it comes to tax mm-hmm. season and stuff and it's just like uh why does why does it yeah. all have to be so crazy and manipulative and just not not yeah, it's just genuinely so difficult yeah. to do things like that and especially like depending on the state that you're in like you're allowed to do things <laughs> uh-huh. it's just it's just interesting to see like obviously there's a reason why okay if you were to look at the business side of things you would understand why people are republicans and why people supported trump mm-hmm. and if you if you looked at like just the businesses in a in a in a general overview you would understand why a lot of the people uh, businesses have moved out of like places like New York, California, maybe even Texas ish, because like Texas is is pretty teeter tottering on that whole like red and blue state thing. Um, so it, it it's just it's just frustrating. Like it's just frustrating to see how like things work that way because it's like, yeah, you want to create jobs, but then do you have to move outside of like the state that you're in? Is it going to benefit you to move out of the state that you're in? Are they going to pay for relocation? It's just like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's like, okay, <laughs> what, what, what really do we, what, what do we have to do to like really get out of this? And then, and the truth is like, you're not really going to get past, um, the, the, the wealth class that you were born into, I guess, mm-hmm. um, unless you magically win the lottery and can afford to circumvent like all of these different expenses, but it's, it's just so frustrating yeah. <laughs> to see that. It's so, and it's like, 
I don't want to like go into depth with explaining it because it's like if I explain it and then you're like okay well it's not for me okay yes yes it's not for you but it's for other people like you know it's affecting other people like I see this argument of um the raising the minimum wage to 15 mm-hmm. and how a lot of people that are like small business owners are saying like oh um raising the minimum wage to 15 I won't be able to pay my employees and yeah. then people are like well if you're not able to pay your employees 15 dollars an hour don't have employees like you know mm. and then these people are like just saying okay we'll get a better job okay how easy is it for you to switch jobs right <laughs> and then on top of that like okay Let's just hypothetically say you're telling everybody to switch switch jobs, hypothetically. And, I mean, the regulations are that for most jobs, you have to be a U.S. citizen or have a valid social, social security number and stuff like that. And, like, even if you have a valid social security number but you're not a U.S. citizen, you get thrown under the bus eventually. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's regulations in the U.S. to prevent people that are undocumented from having certain types of jobs. Mm-hmm. So they're limited on their options yes. of jobs. Okay, and you're telling everybody that works in retail and foods to find a better job that pays you more than 15 because 15 is the minimum wage. And I'm just assuming that retail and food, like fast food restaurants, are the ones that are going to pay you minimum wage. Obviously, there's a lot more, but let's just paint it simple. And you told everybody to get a new job. So now all of these people that worked in fast food and worked in retail no longer work there. So you no longer have access to fast food and retail job. I'm not retail jobs, but retail like um, people businesses. helping you in retail yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like all of these businesses won't have people working for them because yeah. you said you said go find a better job that pays you more. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can't even you can't even move these undocumented immigrants into um, these jobs because they don't qualify for them because right. you're not giving them the option to qualify for them. Like you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Okay, now who do you want? You want a 16-year-old working in a fast food restaurant? Do you know how difficult it is for a 16-year-old to be able to get a job? Right. Because they have to go through a ton of paperwork in order to be approved to get the job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, this argument is just 100% invalid. Like, just pay people 15 an hour. Maybe it will make a difference. Maybe it will make a difference. But you don't know, you know? like yeah uh, that's another frustrating thing too <laughs> yeah no for sure and I, I think this all comes like down to you know the way the capitalistic society works is like you we profit off of the labor of people that yeah you know quote unquote to them don't really matter you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and so paying 15 an hour is just like outrageous to them because you know they profit off of not paying you the what yeah. you deserve so yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if even even when you raise it to 15 dollars an hour i don't think it will make a difference because everything else will just go up everything yeah. else you know yeah so <laughs> it's like we're left at the same thing so It'll make a difference in, like, the short term, I guess. Yes, in the um, short term, for sure. Yeah, in the short term, it'll it'll allow people to at least have a little bit of cushion. Um, there was this argument that said, like, oh, why would you have a kid and only get paid at minimum wage? It's like, dude, sometimes the husband leaves. Sometimes you have a lot of single moms out there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, don't, don't belittle them <laughs> as single moms mm-hmm. and say that they can't, they can't raise a child and they shouldn't have raised it raise a child getting paid at minimum wage like that's what did you expect them to do right have an abortion because like apparently you're pro-life right but also <laughs> against raising the minimum wage mm-hmm. so i think that in the short in the short term it would definitely help obviously there should be other types of resources for people to be able to move um, up and down the chain of command as they wish mm-hmm. but i mean i'd honestly like we're looking at it from, like, the California perspective. $15 an hour in California is literally nothing. Yeah. No, for sure. It's literally nothing. nothing. It is nothing. It is it is chump change. You probably will not be able to afford an apartment or a house or anything Absolutely at 15 not. an hour. No. Okay? We're at California perspective. But should everybody in California get paid 15 Of course. Because... You know, it should at least be the baseline. You can afford something, maybe not the most expensive thing, but you can afford something. Um, 
comparing it to like other states where they're saying their argument is that we get paid at seven fifty an hour. Okay, well your state income is like really low. Like your cost of living is really low. Fifteen dollars an hour for people in your state would be so beneficial to them and it'd be such a good incentive to continue working in whatever they work in and maybe your your like quality of life is gonna improve because you're gonna have so many people happy to be working in fast food restaurants for fifteen dollars an hour. Right. Like you know? And it's like I guess like if a Californian is telling you fifteen dollars an hour is nothing to us and like you guys over there are saying like it's too much money, yo improve the quality of life for everyone. Right. Make your employees happy. If you want to get somewhere in life, you have to make them happy. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm getting tired of people saying that they're going to do their job regardless. No, they will not. They will quit and they will walk out and then they'll figure it out eventually. But, right. Or they're going to be bitter working for you. And then what? Mm-hmm. They're going to be bitter. They're going to hate their job. And they're just going to be like, it's your fault. Yeah, right. No, that's yeah. exactly it. Mm-hmm. Point yeah. blank period. Yeah. Just like, you know, make me in charge of all businesses and just be like <laughs> slap in the face because you're just not listening. I, I do think that like a lot of um there's a lot of issues with employee retention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that obviously there's no straight line answer to that, but if you are having a high turnover with your employees you have to reconsider your business model. Yes. Because um, it's not that you won't find anyone that's qualified for the position. It's not that the people that you hire are just, like, finding better options. They're probably finding better environments right. to work in. Um, and so you should really reevaluate what you're doing and how you can improve um, in order to keep the employees that you have because – if you lose your employees, the cost of training new employees increases. Yes. So you're spending a lot of money training people for jobs that you could have just kept your old old personnel if you had trained them and, like, treated them the way that they wanted yeah, to Yeah, no, for sure. And, mm-hmm. like, definitely you and I have been, right now, we've talked about it, looking for jobs. And... Mm-hmm that's the biggest factor like i like okay i weigh out the jobs like okay this job might pay a little bit better and have better hours but i know like just from whatever the job description i know this is not the environment i want to be in i know this is the type of environment where they're pushing you to like you know make sales and that's all that matters is the sale is the sale Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you have to bug people and just you could all and you know that for a fact these people are not like people that care about you know the employee and stuff like that you know these type of environments are just I can't do it anymore that's why I left my other job uh from the reverse Mm -hmm. mortgage like I couldn't do it because they didn't care about their employees they just wanted their sales and that's all that mattered so yeah. it was just like one of those things that was weighing down on me and then also like um during the time I was there it was the time where there was a, like a lot of protest uh over the mm-hmm. summer and stuff and I don't know like the way they addressed it I just I didn't like it and I you know I didn't feel comfortable being there and like Mm -hmm. pushing this thing that they want me to sell and knowing that one they don't care about what's going on in the world two they don't care about their employees so Mm -hmm. like why should I care to be here you know this is not what I stand for this is not what I want to do why am I here you know just for the paycheck Mm -hmm. Like, that sucks. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I mean, a, a lot of people do have to just go for the paycheck, though. Yeah, no, I know. And, like... Yeah, it kind of sucks. No, that's definitely something I, now in retrospect, too, I'm thinking, like, man, should I just have stuck it out? Like, because, mm-hmm. like, right now, I'm barely making it through the week. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, should I have just stuck it out? Was I stupid for, like, leaving? But at the same time, I know mentally I was really bad I was crying like Mm -hmm. every single day after work I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore 
-hmm. So it's like one of those things you just have to weigh it out. I don't know, try to make the best decision for myself. I'm still like second guessing my decision, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just hope like in the end it will be worth it, you know? Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Maybe if I wasn't there, I wouldn't be looking for jobs. I don't know. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things you don't know. Like in Spanish, I don't know if you know this phrase, el hubiera no, no existe. Like, it means... No. The translated, like, hubiera means, like, would have, could have, should have. Like, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist because yeah. it didn't happen. So. Yeah. So. Oof. Oof. We, like, really, like, streamlined, <laughs> like, to a a tangent i don't even know how we mm-hmm. got here i had written down like a ton of like topics because you said you wanted to do like one minute like mini segments i know uh, where so i had written down a lot of topics and then just, it just kind of we we segue like really hard into something that i don't know i feel like it's it's relevant now it yeah. would be relevant in a few years in a few months no one knows you know who knows? It's all up in the air. It's it literally everything. Everything this year has been up in the air. If you think that something's gonna happen, chances are it's not. Or yeah. chances are it is. But then, uh, uh something else. A uh, like, yeah, something else is just gonna trump over. It's like <laughs> whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like whack-a-mole. <laughs> You're just like, like you literally <laughs> don't know what's gonna happen. And is that your fault? No, but. I mean, I don't know. I don't think people would have liked to know what what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, things are happening in the world, but, like, why would why would we want to know what's going to happen next when we're living through what's happening right now? Right. And it's just overwhelming, I think, sometimes to, like, try to predict what's going to be the next move. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I've had a lot of, like, situations where I've tried to, like, think of what I'm going to do next. And then it's like, okay, because I was thinking about this, it didn't happen. True. And it didn't happen the way that I wanted it to. Yeah, it's, it's, like, being out of school definitely has taught me you need to be, like, super adaptive to Mm -hmm. whatever situation you're thrown into. And, Mm -hmm. like, it sucks. Because, like, we said, we've been in school for so long, you could plan out your day you know you know what to expect you're prepared Mm -hmm. you know you know you're gonna have this and this coming up you know you have a whole ass syllabus that pulls Mm -hmm. like literally tells you what is coming up what needs to be done and now we're out here just like I don't know what needs to be done next you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you don't know how to proceed with things and it's just like we got to take things one step at a time and it's hard for me definitely because I, I am that person that likes to plan out ahead a lot but you've really been, been out of sync I used to plan my bathroom breaks <laughs> yes Angie you that is something I remember you were always so busy you were so- up and down all over the place oh my god i would plan like literally my day would start at six in the morning everybody and in college six in the morning hit the gym at 6 30 to 7 30 shower at the gym at school okay i didn't i didn't live on campus mm-hmm. shower at the gym at school i have a meeting at eight have class at 9 30 after class go to titan radio after titan radio maybe get changed because you're about to be on camera mm-hmm. or go to the bathroom one of the one of the two you know return camera equipment come back to titan radio hey you haven't ate in like eight hours <laughs> maybe you should eat some food it was chaotic i remember i would be at school from six in the morning um to i would say like nine or ten i was gonna say like 10 p.m like you would close the station sometimes the latest that i would be there would be at 12 Mm -hmm. i cannot tell you when i found time to do homework um but at some point i did homework yeah yeah oh my gosh i still remember there was i had never I never pulled all-nighters. Sleep is something that I take very serious. I Mm -hmm, make sure, mm -hmm. like, I need to have my hours. Like, Mm -hmm. I cannot function without sleep. There was the one finals. uh, I think it was the 
semester after my last because my last semester was literally I just had an internship at Tiny Radio which mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. the best semester I ever had because I didn't <laughs> have to go to class or anything yeah, I was yeah. just at Tiny Radio all the time best <laughs> semester um but the semester before that I had a video uh final that I needed to finish the day before like I was still editing this video because my computer laptop was so like so slow for video editing and stuff so Mm -hmm. I just used the Macs at the school because it was just much easier that way Mm -hmm. um I was there till 3 (laughs) a.m 3 a.m working on this thing I oh my gosh it was the worst thing ever and I think it was raining that season too like oh it was just Mm -hmm. the worst but yeah that was my only like crazy school like I was there really late Experience. I think the latest I stayed on campus was like 12 30 mm-hmm. but I was also like annoyed because I think I had gotten into class I mean to campus the day the morning at like five or something because uh, I had a I had a final like bright and early mm-hmm. and I was like I have not studied for this final at all it was just chaotic I was yeah. just like overwhelmed I was tired yeah I didn't want to do anything and then on top of that I think my worst semester that I had was probably probably the same semester that you were talking about because I was interning on Titan Radio that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it was like what was that? Oh, man. It was when would 20... it be? 2018. 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2018. 2018, spring 2018, right? Yeah. Mine was fall that I was talking about. I believe it was fall. Yeah. You interned no, during the no, fall. No, no, no. Yes, I entered entered during the fall. Yes, so you're talking, you're right. It was spring, I don't know, 2018. Yes, 19? 2018. 2019. 2019. Yes. Spring 2019? Yes, because fall 2019 was when I interned and technically graduated January 2020. Was it 2019? Yeah, it was 2019. 2019. Yeah, it was. Yeah, now I remember. Because I was interning at Titan Radio. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that was the worst semester that I've ever had. <laughs> Point blank, ever had, dude, ever. I I was taking um six classes. I was taking, um, damn, what was I taking? I think I was taking a video. One of the news classes that I had to take that semester, I'm pretty sure it was uh three seventy two. It was like the first TV production class that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like not too bad. I I think but my other classes I just had pure business core classes I'm talking about just math analysis like statistics all that all that stuff in yeah. business and um on top of that I was ha- I had my part-time job and I was interning for Titan Radio no credit um I was not getting credit for that internship why because I one I couldn't get credit anywhere so when I was starting, because I hadn't, I think I, I hadn't, I had declared the year before, but I wasn't eligible for an internship yet because I had to take a class or whatever. Dumb. So I wasn't able to get the internship credit, but I remember I was at Titan Radio every, every single day. Mm-hmm. I remember. On top of like having all of my stuff to do. And I remember that was also the <laughs> the semester that I went to the Billboard Latin Music I was gonna Week to say, intern. I was going to say, was it that semester? <laughs> Do you remember I that? I remember that, yes. Okay. Since, okay, my birthday's in March. So beginning of week of March, I was, like, stressed out because of other issues. Mm-hmm. But, like, moving into, like, the end of that March, I was like, okay, it's spring break, and then you'll you'll have a break, and you'll come back. No. My work is, like, staggered. So, like, they, the kids had their break the week that I had. I didn't have break, so, like, I didn't have a full week off. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I had gotten my acceptance to go to the Billboard Latin Music Week. And I had a plan, No Stress Fest, the advertising campaign for No Stress Fest, without knowing the lineup yet and without knowing who exactly was going to be on the the posters. Like, I remember I, I had the poster done. I just didn't know who was going to be on it. And I was stressing out. And they kept telling me, this person's coming on. Oh, no, they canceled. Oh, no, this and that. I'm just like, dude, this is so annoying and stressful. And then I had to leave. So, like, the day that I left to Billboard Latin Music Week, 
I had an, a final in the morning before I left. Mm-hmm. We literally left to Las Vegas at like, I want to say 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. And we got there. And when we got there, oh my God. When we got there, we were all staying in an Airbnb. When we got there, no one was at the Airbnb. What? <laughs> they had all they had all left in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so we assumed that they were like there already. And they were. They were just going to go get snacks and food for the house. Didn't ask us if we wanted anything. And just like showed up and we're like, dude, like we're so tired. We've been awake for so long. I was stressed out because like that same day, the power went out oh wow um at the station and so like i i had i think it was a monday so my mondays used to be like gym um and then like be on call to see if anyone for the 8 a.m shows was gonna be like uh needing help or anything Mm -hmm. and then go to a meeting because i had um i had to be a rep for something yeah for the icc and i remember like i was at the gym and then someone like was messaging me frantically saying that they couldn't get into the station i'm like what's going on what's going on it was it was so annoying because the whole power had shut down and the door didn't open oh my gosh i remember the door didn't open i had to go around i had to reboot all the computers i had to turn on our dinosaur of a computer that runs our stream and Mm -hmm. everybody knows that when you turn that on it takes forever to work that's why you never turn it off um and i had to like literally like sit there Mm -hmm. and just like try to turn everything on at the same time i was trying to coordinate who was going to be the the headliner of this event because i it was a week away from No Stress Fest, and we had no posters out. I remember so was... you were trying to frantically look for that font. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to Photoshop the font at, at the end of it. But besides mm-hmm. the point, I ended up going to class. I was, like, frustrated because, like, it wasn't their fault. But, like, one of the directors came in, and then they were, like, telling me something. And I was just so overwhelmed that I was literally on the verge of tears. And I'm, like, I... I can't be here right now. So that was the first time that, like, I literally, like, just point blank just could not do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I went to class. wasn't crying or anything, but just took my test, messaged the director and said, hey, I'm sorry for being rude, but I, like, literally was on the verge of, like, a panic attack and a breakdown because I literally do not know what's going to happen and I'm leaving. And so we we left to Vegas had a great time in Vegas on the way back because we were technically supposed to stay there for like the whole week mm-hmm. we got invited to stay there the whole week we were gonna stay for three days but we couldn't stay the third day because we had to go back home <laughs> because nothing was done we had a staff meeting to go to and we were like running and we're like we're gonna be there at this time I remember we showed up at like 11 p.m to the station to get last minute updates on things that were happening because we were on the call, on the drive back to Fullerton, trying to, like, tell them to stop fighting because we were trying to figure out oh, who this lineup yes, was. Yes, it yes, was yes, I remember the this. most stressful thing. We're like, can you guys please tell us what you want? And I was driving, so mind you, me pissed off driving. I was hitting 100 without even thinking about it, not even thinking twice. And, and then, like, Abby was frustrated because we hadn't slept well because we had to wake up, at, like, really early to go to yeah. these uh, billboard shifts. And we were just like going and like frustrated and we're like can you guys please stop arguing and just let us know what's going to go on because that poster is going to go up blank because you guys aren't communicating with us we show up to the station they were still working on stuff um i was frustrated i was like i'll get you guys the draft of the poster by tomorrow morning the draft went out it got printed it got put up um and then like that was like the the most stressful three days of my life I have never been more stressed out compared to, I have had another experience where I was like almost equally stressed out but that's like a different experience it doesn't really have to do with me but like the thing that got me mad was that at that point I had already probably exceeded 200 and something hours working mm. for Titan Radio so I t- technically didn't have to be there and I could have just said like you know what forget this but I stayed and I stuck it through and that's like where I was just like why didn't you even do that like I could have literally just like left right but so you remember that right I I think you weren't even interning I wasn't but I saw I was always at the station so I knew everything like um but definitely I saw everything from the sidelines god it was Mm -hmm. that was like the worst semester ever and we didn't have anyone that was like in charge of us Mm. so it was kind of just us doing it 
Yeah. And so I think that was, like, kind of an issue, too, because, like, we were all friends, but sometimes when you mix friends in a room and you don't have anyone regulating, like, the conversations or regulating the work that's getting done. Yes. We get stuck because that this meeting that we were on the phone with, we were on call with them for two hours and nothing was done. Yeah. And I was just like, bruh. <laughs> What do you expect of me? I can't do my job. And that was the last thing that I had to do was just get that done. And then don't even get me started the day of because that was. I remember. That was, I remember. That's, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was a whole other thing that I just, I have, I'm looking at the poster right now. I'm like, was that worth the stress? No. I have, it, I have the, the sticker on my laptop. <laughs> the poster's cute. Dude. Right. That poster Such came out nice, really nice. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Really good mm-hmm. poster. <laughs> that poster came out really nice. I'm really happy about that. All right. I think we should wrap up the episode because I have to get going. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I just ranted for like a good it's 45 good. minutes on this podcast. Just so people <laughs> listening, if you're still not in college or if you're in college and never have gotten an on-campus experience I I wouldn't say like expect this but if you expect to get involved expect things like this <laughs> yeah for sure 100% yeah but it, it was still a fun experience don't knock it till you try it like mm-hmm. get involved at school it's really really like if you're already going and paying so much money for it get involved Take advantage of everything they have that is quote unquote free to students because no, it's not. You paid for it, you know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like we'll have a whole episode that's not this one. I promise, guys, this is not our episode where we speak of our Titan Radio experience and our college experience because like this is just the stressful part of it. Because there was yeah. a lot of great stuff that came out of I think we, we literally just, like, bashed our radio station. We love right. Titan we Radio. We love okay, I'm sorry. Radio. It was just that those three days were, like, my living hell. Um, but I love Titan Radio. It's yes. a great place to be. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. The best place. All right, All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening to another episode. Go make sure you rate us five stars on Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts and Spotify. I think you could rate on Spotify. I don't know review who knows yeah but follow us share it with your friends share it with your family Mm -hmm. i mean some of the episodes not all of them because if if they're gonna start fights with people uh i don't know it's a good time over here Um, right yeah all right yeah so thank you again and stay tuned for a new episode next week um hopefully next week we start having um guests on we have we have some guests lining up so i'm excited for that i'm excited i'm excited okay all right bye everyone bye